Guys, it's time to check in on the peeling party. Teresa, are your feet still enjoying that VIP treatment? <laughs> the very important peel? Ooh, that's good. Almost as good as my peel. Sadly, the peeling has finished, but the great news, my feet couldn't be happier. Babyfoot worked its magic and my feet are feeling as smooth and refreshed as a baby. That's what I like to hear. Only one thing could be better, sharing the love with our friends. Absolutely. It's all about spreading that feel-good, feel-smooth vibe. And with Babyfoot, there's a peel party everyone's invited to. You got that right. And remember, guys, you're not just invited to the peel party. You're invited to get 20% off your order at babyfoot.com with promo code M2R. That's right. 20% off with promo code M2R. Let's break it down. M for makeover, because that's what your feet will get. The number two, just like the perfect pair of feet you have, and R for refresh. You never cease to amaze me. (laughs) And Teresa, the goodness doesn't stop with 20% off. There's still time to enter our free foot peel giveaway. Yes. You guys still have a couple of weeks to enter to win a free foot peel from Babyfoot. Just leave us a review on your go-to podcast platform, screenshot that review, and send it to us on Instagram at Meredith Reality Pod. Do it all before November 15th for your chance to win. Thanks to Babyfoot for the incredible support of our podcast and for allowing us to do this giveaway. Today marks the accomplishment of a lot of firsts for me. My first time being in a relationship, my first time being married, my first time being in love. Well, hopefully. The experts hit it. (laughs) Oh my goodness. (laughs) I'm sorry. I don't think I can do this. I don't want to marry a stranger. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. It's the Married at First Sight edition. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. It's the one only Teresa right there. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? Uh, what an episode. <laughs> am I right? But let, let, let's get to a honeymoon. Let's get to the Whoa, honeymoon. Foot off the gas, Teresa. Let's get to the honeymoon. Foot off, if you guys have listened to us cover maps for any amount of time, you know... Probably our least favorite episode is the brunch episode. Oh, the brunch and the dress shopping at the beginning when they all like try on dresses and suits. It's yeah. like it's like you all have bad days. Let's move on. Can I be honest with you? Since it's yeah. just the two of us here, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'll take suit and dress shopping over brunch with the family and friends. Really, I take the brunch no. over the suit and dress shopping. I just don't like that. Um, the, my issue, and every once in a while we get a, a mom who will tell it how it is or a dad who will come at you with that dad energy. But for the most part, people are just too polite. People are just minding their manners and it's just, it's just very blah. It is, but you know why I don't mind it anymore so much? Because it was pretty short. Teresa? It was pretty short. Teresa, you're reading. And I appreciate you're, it. You're reading my mind. I almost <laughs> feel like Lifetime listened to us, Ooh, which I know you guys do. You guys um, do because it felt faster. It felt right? like the entire brunch segment was <laughs> six and a half minutes, top to bottom. Yeah, and in and out. And I'll take it. Okay, yeah. the, for an hour and a half episode, I'll take six and a half minutes of Eggs Benedict and move on. But <laughs> yeah, I feel like in past seasons, it's been like 20, 30 minutes of the episode yeah. and just dragged on. 
There's no yeah. drama. There's going to be very little drama with parents, friends, family. The drama is going to happen with the couples, with couples meeting other couples. Everyone's on their best behavior at brunch. So move on. We don't need to, we don't need to see too much of that. And I'm glad we didn't this episode. Yeah. And I think we slowly start to see the relationships and who is vibing, who isn't. Because on the wedding day, everyone's usually vibing or not. Like it's very clear, right? But everyone was vibing positively. But now you're kind of like getting to the hotel room and waking up and you can kind of tell like what's going on, right? I just had a, a thought. I think you might like this thought. Okay. Let's lose the morning after brunch. Ooh. Let's have a night before brunch and, and follow along on this journey. You get the parents and the couples together. This is how they do with this brunch. So it's, it's groom with bride's parents, bride with groom's parents. Do it the night before decision day and really lay it all on the line. Be like, here's what I heard over the past eight weeks. This is the shit you've been putting my daughter through. Ooh. Right now, there's nothing to go off of. Right now, it's just like, do you think you're going to be a good partner? No, I want it to be like, I heard how you stormed out and spent the night at your friend's house. What was the deal with that? Like, come with that when there's actual drama and things to address. Juicy, but dangerous. But Very dangerous. Speaking of decision day, you and I really blew, blew it. I know we forgot to make our predictions. We forgot to make our predictions. <laughs> it's but because we started with episode three. Correct, but let's do it now. I'm going to put you on the spot, but I'm sure you know. Okay. Because I do too. So okay. let's just like make notes and and we'll take it from there. You don't want to do it now? You want to say as we go couple by couple or I right wanna, now? Let's do it now. Let's yeah. do it now. Okay. So, okay. Let's start with Becca and Austin. Okay. Do you want to go at the same time? Ladies first. How do you want to do this? Uh, I can go first. I'm going to say they will say yes on D-Day. Okay. I'm going to here and let me preface this. And this is what actually made me think, oh shit, we forgot to do okay. the predictions. Oh, shout out to our Patreon friends. There's a lot of chatter in our Patreon chat after last episode that some spoilers were released. Yes. A lot of mind blown emojis were floating around our Patreon chat mm -hmm. saying, I read the spoilers. I won't share, but mind blown. And so I went, fuck. There's going to be a lot of drama, a lot of twists and turns. I'm and hoping and for we, it. And we forgot to predict. So to that point, we have not looked at the spoilers. This no, is, we have not. This is all just watching basically episode three and now this one. We um, watched one and two. You're absolutely right. We just didn't cover it. So, okay. You said Becca and Austin. Yes. Saying yes. I'm going to say no. What? Just based on the head exploding emojis. And I did not look at the spoilers or anything, but I'm going to say no. I really hope they make it because they're perfect. I know. They make me believe in love. Yes. I mean, you believe in love. You have me. Well, of course. Yeah. Okay. Lauren and Orion. 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 <laughs> yes. Someone um, else called him Orion. It's just naturally how I would pronounce it. Wouldn't okay. you? Well, naturally you'd be wrong. No, I would say Orion. <laughs> Like the constellation. <laughs> yeah, that's Orion. Uh, maybe in Europe it is. Well, in Europe, definitely. In America, it's Orion. All right. Sounds like, it sounds Irish, like, oh, McDonald. Sounds like an, an Irish oh, guy. Oh, McDonald. Oh, Orion uh -huh. had a farm. No? <laughs> okay. Okay, okay. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say on decision day. Yes. 
No, I'm going to say no. Yeah. That's not, that's, that's Owen two for me right now. Let's keep it going. All right. Next on the list, Claire and Cameron. Only period, if you asked me last week, I would have said yes. I can't wait to talk about this. But I'm going to say no. I've been vindicated this episode. I can't wait to, I was right. I was ahead of the curve. I think I feel good about my feelings on Cameron. I'm going to say no. I still like him. All right. We'll talk about it. All right. So I'm saying no to. One more. So far, you have I'm three, three no's. I'm what, here, I'm going to say Michael, whoever he gets paired with, that's a yes. I'm going <laughs> to go yes for Michael and whomever. Okay. Next on that list, Emily and Brennan. I'm going to say no. I'm saying yes here. I'm going to say what? yes. Yes. They're both vibing each other at this point. Yeah. I, I just, I don't see, she's too wild. I don't see her being a wife like I don't see her falling into the coming home being with a husband cooking oh there is a party happening at the club oh no thank you I don't either I'm passing but it's two months I think she can give it her best for two months and say yeah we're gonna continue and see how this plays out in the real world quote unquote real world um, but I need, I need a yes. I've already been 0-3, so I'm going to say gonna yes. I'm going to say no, just because it's, uh, they're two very strong-minded people, but, and I don't see any of them making a lot of compromises. They, okay. they might say it, I don't see them doing it. Like, okay. I think, I think I'm, we both make compromises, right? But mm-hmm. I think I'm very easygoing and I'm open to suggestions. I'm open to a lot of things. Plus, our relationship obviously started the, the normal way. So we got to all this. For her, I think she's too strong-minded. And I think so is he. And so I don't. I feel like the second they'll hit some sort of um, a miscommunication, per se, I think that's going to just start going down the hill. Okay. All right. All right. Did you uh, write down your predictions? I'm, yes. I'm writing mine down right now. You just I say said, no to everyone. I said no to everyone. I'm missing a couple <laughs> here. Lauren O'Ryan, Becca, and Austin, Emily, and Brennan. Who am I missing? Oh, camera, CNC. Okay. CNC was a no for me. Okay. All right. Brunch aside, there is quite a bit to talk about. We'll do that in a second very quickly. We're on Patreon. We're on Supercast. We're over there talking about 90 Day the Other Way. So if you want to hear our thoughts on that, come on over. We're having a fantastic time. As I mentioned before, there's a chat going on in the Patreon. So if you want to be a part of that, join us on Patreon at any level. Patreon.com slash Married Reality. Or we're on Supercast, MarriedToRealty.Supercast.com. Find us on Instagram, at MarriedToRealityPod. We post memes, news, updates. But most importantly, you can message us there. So if you're not on the Patreon chat... You can talk to us one-on-one. You won't you won't be a part of the party, but you'll be messaging with us one-on-one on Instagram at MarriedToRealityPod. 100%. Also, make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening. It's so easy to do. Look down, smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it says hurt. Yes, the matching Hawaiian shirts oh, because... Sucker I'm not, for a matching shirt. I'm not a fan of Hawaiian shirts. However, matching Hawaiian shirts for fun? Yeah. Yes, please. Yeah, it's beautifully ironic. And I'm here for it. So smash like it's as hot as that. And last but not least, if you haven't left us a review, please do. We love us some love. And right now, if you leave a review and you screenshot it and you message it to us, you'll be entered to win some free baby foot. Yes. So please listen to the ads. Yeah. So you can learn a little more. Yes. All right. That is the business. Let's do it. Let's talk about Married at First Sight, Denver, season, se- season 17, 
episode four. 17. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's making me feel old. <laughs> because we've watched it all. You think, you think the experts <laughs> would get better with practice? They've now had 17 seasons. The, the matchmaking process has hopefully been refined. But no, I'd actually like to go in and see, are there more couples together from the earlier seasons or the later seasons? Because it feels like a dumpster fire now. It does. Yeah, I think some may or may not be in this for the five minutes of fame these guys get like they don't get famous like 90 days 90 days pick up thousands of followers and they go on all these spin-offs and they do their like once you are on 90 you are on 90 if you want to keep it up you can stay in the public eye for a while maths people you go on your season one and done one and done you can't really build a brand for yourself so no I think especially in the early years, seasons one, two, three, they were on it looking for love. Oh, this is an interesting way to find love. Now, yes, you're obviously going to get your influencer here and there. But I'd be curious to go back and see what seasons were the most successful. I think they are still on it. Like most people to find love. Like I don't think Becca or Austin are looking for being Insta fame, right? No, but that's one couple. I don't think Brandon is. I think Emily, maybe. Emily, come on. Emily, She's looking for a couple free drinks and a few followers. For sure, but I don't think Brandon is. He doesn't no. strike me as someone who's like on social media trying to get famous. No, he said my parents have been married for yeah. decades. I believe in love and I believe him, but maybe who he's paired with is not doesn't have the purest intentions. Yeah. I don't even think Cameron and Claire are in it for social fame. I think Cameron just... <sighs> he's bored or something. I think he's... Literally. I yeah. think he's bored. He's like, okay, I've been biking all over. Bikes, bikes, bikes. <laughs> As he says, he's <laughs> boats, like... Boats, boats. <laughs> yes. As he says, I'm usually a year in a relationship and I take a year off. I think he just kind of got tired of this and maybe he couldn't find the one... Because maybe he gets a little cocky or he mm. gets, he, I think he has also like a different sense of humor that maybe not everyone gets. Yeah. Um, a bad one. <laughs> well, I don't think they are in it for Insta fame either. And Orion and Lauren, I don't think so either. So I don't think a lot of people are in here to, oh, let's get some followers, maybe Emily. But interesting, interesting choices. Cameron's Insta lame. I like it. Ah, even after this episode, I was vindicated this episode. The guy stinks. Capital Why? S. Why? He's just a rude dude. He's not. He's, Ugh. He, Ugh. He's Take away the key, accent. What does he have? He's a Kiwi. I know. That's the accent. <laughs> exactly. Um, all right. Let's start with a real one. Let's start with a couple that makes us believe in love. We think they could be the one, even though I said no. Becca and Austin. We're and I hope... I hope you're wrong. Oh, I hope I'm wrong, too. I'm usually, like, a fan of you. I'm usually, like, <laughs> yes, John. What if I start talking in an accent, then? Maybe then you'll love me more? <laughs> um, yeah, I, no, I, I, I... cannot love you more. I love you so, so, so much. Okay. Um, you don't need to look at acknowledge it. I love you very much, too, yeah. Therese. Accent and all. Ooh. <laughs> Despite your accent, you see, it's the, the opposite. Lo- you're the lucky one. I have this cool <laughs> accent. Yeah, I'll never forget because I've always been a fan of accents. I love accents. I went to school in Boston and I told everyone, I'm like, I'm going to pick up a Boston accent. I promise you. All I want is an accent. And then I went through life and moved to New York and met Teresa. And I was (laughs) talking to my mom. I was like, yeah, I met this girl. 
Um, she's from the Czech Republic. My mom's like, Ooh, you got what you want an accent. And I was like, eh, it's a different kind of accent. This, right. this, was, this was a little different. Ooh, are, you, are you saying you do not like my accent? Well, growing up, I liked Southern accents. I liked British accents. I, I, I have a European accent. And I love it more than anything now, but it just wasn't the accent that I knew I was looking for. Now what are you I talking know. About? You had a correction, Martina Navratilova. No, I did not. <laughs> Wait, a okay. different Czech tennis player. Who was her name? Uh, Daniela Hantukova. Daniela Hantukova. She's from Slovak, but <laughs> Slovakia. I, I keep saying Martina. Anyways. Yes. So, same accent. Same accent. You think I talked to her? I just watched her play tennis. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, can we talk she about. Gives, she gives interviews. Can we talk about Becca and Austin? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so the weddings are over. The receptions are done. We're back at the hotel. Becca. Back at the hotel. Oh, boy. It's pretty good, right? This is going to be a long pod, folks. Back at the hotel. <sighs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we learn a couple of things about our friends Becca and Austin. One, Becca is a, a pre-sleep snuggler. And I feel like this can get contentious. I feel like people have got their sleep preferences. They like to do things their own way. I'm a very particular kind of guy. But... We love a, a pre-sleep snuggle and a sleep snuggle and a snuggle all the time. A mid-sleep. If if we wake up and we're not snuggling, if somehow we found our way away from each other, we'll like tap the other person or grab <laughs> the other person or say, like, hold me. So that's us. But you guys do you. But yeah, Becca needs her, her space when she sleeps. So she's all about the pre-sleep snuggle. If she falls in love and feels comfortable... It's going to be snuggling all the time. I did not think I was a cuddler until I met you. I'm serious. Okay. Because I, I had no one to cuddle with and people I was dating or so. I was like, well, I don't really want to cuddle you. I, I agree with you. And not to make this, not to make this an advertisement, but I get very hot when I sleep. <laughs> and so body heat on top of being under the covers and, that was a reason why I was a little averse to to cuddling. But we did get these sheets from <laughs> Cozy Earth and they've got this temperature cooling technology. And so we can like cuddle all night long and stay cool. So it's the best. But I understand everyone's different. And so that is Becca's preference. Apparently she's also a night owl. She goes to bed at 2 a.m. in the morning. I don't know if that's a work thing. Like if she's out at weddings and that's why she's home mm. later. If she just comes home and stays up late. But... Yeah, Austin's like, well, we're not really going to sleep together or cuddle anyways because I go to bed early, you go to bed late. But it was jokey. They, they were still having a good time nice. joking around. It was good vibes, yeah. So, okay. They change out of their suit and their dress. And Austin put a baseball hat on. Oh, who is he, Gino? It's a little, we got our very own Mavs Gino. To me, it feels so dirty unless you have a sleeping cap. Mm. Right? <laughs> you I, your, used to, I used to have one. You put your sleeping cap on, you grab your candle, and you find your way to bed. Yeah, to wear a hat, because he wore it into the bed. Ah. To, to wear a hat that you've worn out in the streets during the day, put a bonnet on. Shout out to Orion and Lauren. Oh, yeah. Put a bonnet. If you don't want to show your hair, whether you just got out of the shower or you're self-conscious or something, put a bonnet on. I hope it's a sleeping cap. Well, he took Although, it off. Like, very uncomfortable one because it's a baseball hat, but. He took it off once he went to sleep, but he put it on and Beck was like, huh, you're going to 
put a hat on there. He's like, oh, yeah, always wear a hat. Then got into bed. And then eventually when they were sleeping, it was off. But it was just a strange maneuver. It's yeah. like we, we saw you for three episodes or at and least. And you have hair. Yeah, you got hair. Show it yeah. off. Yeah. So, okay. That was them getting back to the hotel. Then we get the first morning together. And the, yes. review, the reviews are in. They said there was no sexy time, obviously, because we know that Becca cannot, mm-hmm. right? Some cuddling, some making out, some okay. make a little bit of a make-out sesh. I like that. And they were talking about how basically they are twins. And it, it just keeps coming because they got their breakfast. And surprised, and I'm kind of judging both of them, they don't like pickles. Both yeah. of them. It's like, that's, that's I don't it. like pickles. Me neither. I lost them with this whole conversation because the mushrooms and olives. I'm like, all take all of that off. Just give me more pickles. Hold the olives. Hold the mushrooms. Triple the pickles. Give me the shroomies. Oh. Give me, give me the olives. Give me the pickles. I eat everything. Clearly. How about the aperol spritz? I'm pretty sure Austin was drinking an aperol spritz with breakfast. Why not? It's your honeymoon. That's not a. That's not a breakfast bevy. It could be. An apple. I guess it is kind of. I've never had it. I just, I'm not intrigued by it. You're not? No. Oh, I'm more intrigued by it than almost anything. It's really? Nice color. But you had it. I, I, yeah, once I had it, I Everyone was done. Everyone drinks it in Europe. I need to try it. It's, it's okay. Here's my, what I'm nervous about. I so know what to drink and how to combine my alcohol if I don't want to be sick, which obviously I prefer. I'm in my mid-30s. I don't want to be hungover the next day. So I know that I can have some dirty martini and I can follow it with some beer, right? I can have some whiskey and follow, follow it up with some light beer. I can have tequila, follow it up with some light beer. I don't know about anything else. I, I'm just You nervous. just named it in the entire bar. Like, well, I don't know about anything else. Well, I'm nervous <laughs> too. This is a mixed drink. Um, so yeah. I don't know what's, what's in it. I don't know what I can drink after. I don't want to ruin my night. I don't know. All right. Well, moving on. So Austin has a cocktail. And I think... <laughs> you like dismissed the entire... My entire conversation about a drink. Yeah, your big fear is that you, you don't know what to mix an Aperol spritz with? Yes. Becca's got some real news to share, well, okay? okay? Becca's got some real concerns. <laughs> okay, okay. All right? <laughs> All right, I'm with you. She opens up to Austin about her surgeries and other health issues. And I love that he is very receptive, accepting, yeah. receptive, accepting, and asks questions, but... The good type of questions, not like, oh, okay, so you cannot bang. Why are you scared? What do you see? Who asked the? Oh, Rob from Ninety Day, when Sophie. Oh yeah. Was like, yeah, I don't think I can be pregnant because of this. What are you so scared of? Why would you be scared of that? Because he's a moron. He's a moron. Austin doesn't strike me as a moron. I hope he'll keep it up. So he was there for her and thanked her for sharing, which I thought was really nice. Because think about it. They just met. I know they're married, but they just met. Yeah. Yeah. Here's my fear and why I'm kind of going in the no category for decision day with them. Because everything is going so well right now. It's going to reach a right when things I always find like when things are going too well. Well, 
there's going to be a moment where you go, the honeymoon's over, no pun intended, this is reality. I agree. However, it's usually the couple that cannot stop making out, that cannot mm. stop being hugging, touching, feeding, bang it out, and I love you, I'm You're in right. love with you. These guys, I think, still take it slowly, but open up because she has some real shit dealing with, and he said he likes to take his time when it comes to intimacy. So I think they will go the route of let's get to know each other and have fun. You're right. I think a lot of those couples who do turn to the physical are doing it almost as a defense mechanism yes. because they can't have the tough conversations. They can't open up and get to know each other on a deeper level. Yes. So they're like, well, let's just use our mouths to make out instead of talk. And then once that runs out or they do find out that there's an issue, they don't know how to overcome it. So, yeah, the fact that Becca and Austin are having the heavy conversations morning one and they're going well is a good sign. Yeah, I, I'm I'm really having high hopes for these guys because I think they both are in it for real. They are in it to find love. That I agree with you 100%. I don't think any one of these two came with any other intention than to find their life partner. But things happen. And that's true. That's all I'm saying. So then it's time to meet the friends and family. Austin meets with Becca's friends. And again, the topic of conversation is Becca being a night owl. It's coming up multiple times now where I'm curious if this will actually become an issue. We, I think, were sort of unique in this situation. We, Why? We go, we go to bed at the same time. <laughs> yes, we do. Now. I think our saving grace, and I'll give you guys our secret to a happy marriage, we have a TV in the bedroom. And a lot of conversations I'll have with people, oh, I don't have a TV in the bedroom. Absolutely not. The bedroom's for sleeping, not watching TV, not being stimulated. Okay. Well, here's why I think the TV helps us. Because we do like to go to bed at the same time. Mm -hmm. But we don't necessarily go to sleep at the same time. So. Most of the time, I would say three out of five nights during the week, mm -hmm. right? So five out of seven nights a week, yes. But when we don't, it's nice that, okay, say you have an early morning, you want to get in bed. Well, I, I want to join you and this is cuddle time, but also <laughs> I can fire up the TV and watch something while you fall asleep and we're still spending time together. We're still cuddling. We're still in the same room in the same bed together, but... I'm watching TV or, you know, I'm catching up on a movie or a podcast or, and I think that helps us. I uh, think so too. If you, I sat in the living room while you were in bed sleeping, you'd I feel- I would be waiting for you. Right. You wouldn't be able to fall asleep. You'd feel like, why isn't he coming to bed? What is he doing out there? So I feel like the TV helps us in that sense. And I wonder, okay, if Becca is up till 2 a.m., what is she doing? And is Austin going to feel like she's ignoring me? Mm. She's not paying any attention to me. But again- these are her habits as a single woman. Mm. Things do change. Like things, like sh maybe she's up because, yeah, she's maybe editing because she's a photographer. She went out with her friends. She came home at midnight, so she wants to do something else, get ready for bed. I don't know what she's doing, but things change. Your habits change a little bit when you become a couple. Or because they should. You, yes, because you need to blend. Basically, you need to blend two lives into one. And live together in harmony, which yeah. that's this is the idea of a marriage, right? Yeah. So she will need to maybe go to bed at midnight and maybe, may, or 11. Like, I'm not saying go to bed at 8. I wouldn't do that either. But 
find some common ground. Or if you need to work, maybe cuddle a little bit, then he can go to sleep. You can edit. Like they, they, they'll figure it out. It's I one, hope it's one of our three C's. It's compromise. It is. So you brought up her working and her editing. The topic of work does come up here. Austin doesn't love his job. And Becca's friends say, oh, well, she's going to drive you to find work that you do love, which is a blessing and a curse because everyone should find a job they love if they can. You're very fortunate. If you love what you do, then what? You never work a day in your life. But nothing is probably more annoying than being with someone who loves their job when you don't. And they're constantly like, oh, I love going to work. Why are you, why are you miserable? It's Sunday night. Why are you upset? Why don't you find a job you do like? So that may be another cause of friction. Have you experienced it? Um, I've always been the one to love my job. I know you do. Yeah. And I've been one to preach like, hey, find work that you love. And if you have to go back to school to do it, go for it. And people, you know, push back on that. Oh, it's not that easy. But it's like, no, it's not easy. No, no. one said it was easy. I just said it was possible. Yes. And I think it's good. Like You pushed me when I was in a situation that I was unhappy. And it was because of what I do for a living. But it was because who I was working for. Hmm. And you were like, you need to get out of this situation. You're miserable. You're not happy. It sucks. And I was like, you're so right. Like, you pushed me in a good way. So I feel like if she's going to push him, it's good. As long as you don't do it in an annoying way. Like, totally. You have to you have to find a new job. Here, I went on LinkedIn. Here are 15 uh, job yeah. listings for you. Apply, apply. Like, no. It needs but, to be supportive. Yes, yes. Supportive and um, encouraging. 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 To be like, okay, you're in a situation that sucks. You can do better. Let's... Let's look at it together or I'll, I'm going to be here for you if I need to pay the bills for a few weeks. Sure, you take care of what you need to take care of. Yeah. So then the health issues come up and Austin's like, yeah, she told me about him. It's all good. And one of Becca's friends goes, well, she downplays it. She definitely downplays her health issues. And she goes, one, one time and she's starting to cry and get emotional. She was all alone during Christmas because of her health issues. Isn't Becca Jewish? She is, but maybe she, she did she, the breaking of the glass at the wedding. Maybe she is uh, like you, non-religious. That's she's willing to celebrate something else. You celebrate Christmas with me. Yes, but I don't know. It's just funny because this friend is like, well, well, yeah, friend, maybe to you Christmas is this big i've celebrated christmas alone every christmas and it was not sad well unless her mom is jewish and her dad is not true so she grew up celebrating both which let's say if we do have kids they will grow up celebrating both true like every year in new york i would go to cvs get a frozen pizza and fire it up and eat it on christmas don't tell me that by myself it's yeah. so sad no it's not sad i'm jewish yeah but don't you love christmas with i love me? the season of christmas like, but you the actual love, December 25th meant nothing to don't me. Don't you love 24? In Europe, don't confuse yeah. our friends. Yeah, 20, we do 24. Don't you love when we fly to check? My mom gets the carb going. She gets your schnitzel because you don't love the carb. Yeah, Isn't but, that beautiful? But that's what we've created. True. If Becca's alone, she's single. And I, if she's, yeah, if she celebrates Hanukkah or doesn't celebrate holidays at all, I just thought it was funny that it's like, oh, it's Christmas. It's like, well, that's a you thing. You're putting that on Becca. That's a you thing, lady. Yeah, but it's sad. 
just the, the thought of people being alone during the holiday season. Sure. Let's it's well then sad. let's say the holidays. <laughs> Not everyone is as open-minded or understanding of that there is not just Christmas. Well, I'm trying to preach the good word. Do it. There are all there are other holidays that people celebrate besides Christmas and Hanukkah. That's exactly my point. So. That's exactly my point. Okay. Becca is with Austin's family and friends. I, I was just going to tell you, I have always when someone asks me what I celebrate, I always say I celebrate Hanukkah too. Look at me. Well, you do. I do. Yeah. But I always proudly share that we do both. Good. Yeah. All right. Spreading the love. There you go. Uh, so, Becca, we learn very into theme nights. <laughs> like, is a cupcake a muffin or not a muffin? Is it just a cupcake? Like, th- this is how she spends her time. Well, and she I don't hate out it. with her friends at home instead of going to clubs. Yeah, I don't hate that at all. That I sounds- don't hate it either, but we don't have friends. Remember that game someone gave to us and it was like a debate game and you whipped out a card? Yeah. And- that's my dream game. We got to whip that we, thing out again. You tossed it. No, I definitely did not. You did. When we moved, you said you don't want to play that. Because <laughs> I almost got into physical altercations with people. Over yeah, it. but we need to do chess again. Like a nice well, game for a two. Different, that's a different thing. But when she <laughs> says this, Austin's friend's like, oh, no, there's two of you now. So it's just more of that, oh, they're the same person, right? Yes. Mom, however, she's like, so let's be real. Last night was fun. But reality will slap you in the face. Mom was very skeptical. She's like, I'm a mama bear. Here's what I think. And tell me if if I'm wrong here. Mom's posh. Oh, yeah. Mom's mom's milfing it up, maybe gilfing it up. She's posh. What's gilf? Grandma I'd like to be friends with. Oh. Um, (laughs) I, I think maybe mom's judging the pink hair. Mom's judging the nose ring. I don't think she is. I think mom is judging the whole experience because okay. when he told his parents, mom was like, ugh, he's not ready for marriage. This is not a good idea. Like, she wasn't on board okay. before she even knew who Becca was. However, Becca says something that wins mom over, I think. Because mm-hmm. she talks about how falling in love is scary, but it's like the best feeling, the best gift Austin can give her if they can get to that point, right? She's like, I can start a new business. Sure, that's fine. Like, you do this, you do that. But falling in love is so big and so important. And mom agrees. Yeah, 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 yeah. And mom says, I trust you with my baby's heart. That was the magic words right there. Yeah. Was when she valued her her son and yeah, said, yeah, so, hey, your son giving me his heart, greatest gift. He yeah, so me. I think Becca really went from mom being super skeptical to mom being skeptical, but at least I think she's happy with who she is and yeah. who he got paired up with. A little more she, open-minded. She knows her son. She knows he's more of a... He wears hats to bed. Yeah, laid-back guy. What did he say? He's a skater without a skateboard. Yeah. Like a skater who doesn't skate. Like, <laughs> yeah. She knows who her son is. And looking at Becca, they are the perfect match. Let's see. Well, I hope. Let's see. All right. Let's move on. Let's talk about Lauren and Orion. Yes. Back at the hotel, changing into something a little more comfortable. This is, okay. It's the classic scene, unbuttoning the dress. And Orion's getting all horned up. But he says, I'm going to try to be, I'm going to try to take it easy. 
Remember, he has a huge penis. He's got a, you know, it's been an episode and I actually forgot. So thank you for, <laughs> thank you for reminding me. I think it was probably bursting at the seams. But yes, then we get hair care, the segment, because Orion brings up his hair and says how it gets curly. And Lauren says, well, try a bonnet. And she whips out a spare bonnet, puts it on him, two peas in a pod. And I think she, I think she's really attracted to him. I think she liked the bonnet vibe. I think she likes Orion's vibe because it goes from a good night kiss, to like a good night makeout. Ooh. There was, there was some tongue there. I'll say. I do think they are attracted to each other. However, I don't think their personalities will get along well. Okay. I think he has a little different ideas of what marriage is. Mm. And I think so does she. Therefore, I see some troubles in paradise. I do too. I do too. I, I got tipped off on a little bit of a spoiler. Oh, me too. Let's not say it. Let's not say it. If you guys know, you know, but I don't want to say it. But we saw the previews for the next episode and there are going to be some issues starting at the honeymoon. Yes. So you can kind of tell that, yeah, this might not be the happy ending we all were hoping for because she deserves love and I wish some love for him too, but... Just listening to them talk, it's, they're not on the same page. Okay. So very quickly, we cut to the morning. No sex was had. Sex was discussed. It's on the table. But they both agree, let's build a foundation first. Let's work on our emotional foundation and connection before we bang it out. Yes. Then, oh. Which, I was surprised. I almost thought that they're going to bang it out. Um. Hmm. No, I didn't see it for him. I didn't see it for him. I mean, let's be honest. Weddings are exhausting. Exhausting. Yes. Uh, It is customary to consummate. Well, yeah. But I think they are exhausting. And also you're dealing with a couple strangers here. True. I don't know if my memory is not that good. Have there been couples who have consummated on wedding night for sure? Oh, yeah. For sure on the honeymoon, we know. Oh, yeah. But on wedding night, no one's... A lot. A lot on wedding night? Yeah. No one's jumping out. For sure, I remember... Oh, was it Paige and Chris? So many queens. Um, I think I, it was because he was like, I'm not attracted to you, but let me try to bang you so I am attracted to you. <laughs> I don't know if it Sounds was like the wedding. I don't know if it was the wedding night, but there are definitely couples who banged it out on their wedding night. Okay, let's meet up with some friends and family. Lauren meets up with Orion's mom and sister. Somewhat uneventful. Some basic questions. Yeah. Nothing really. Uh, they basically said, "Lauren, give Orion his space when he needs it." Yeah, give him ten minutes after he gets back from work. It'll go a long way. What does it even mean? Why 10 minutes so you can wash off? Sure. No, this I agree with. And it's what I say to you too. Let's not, our first interaction, when you come through the door, when I come through the door after work, let's not have the greeting be, you're never going to believe what happened to me today, right? Like, let's have it just be a little more peaceful and mellow and positive. I'm working on it. You are working on it, and I appreciate that. But, but, we talk during the day. We text each other, and we keep each other updated. But there are things that sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, 
can't wait to tell you. And when I get home, that's like the first thing my brain is like, woo, 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 going like wild. And I'm just like sharing and sharing. I get your point. I think I got better at no bad news in the morning, no bad news right after work. No, well, like, it's like time sensitive. Yeah, but I think I got better I feel at like that. if we ever had a dog and like you took it out for a walk and it like ran away and it was the morning, you'd be like, well... I'll wait till after dinner to tell them. It's like, you can tell me things if they're time well, of, sensitive. Of course. But I think I learned or I'm working on not to, not to start the day on the bad note and not to come back from work and be like, ah. Yeah. I don't think the first interaction should be negative. Again, unless it's necessary. But if True. it's just like, oh, this crazy thing. Ha- I was driving home and this woman cut me off and then gave me the thing. It's like. It happened to me today. Well, thank you for waiting until now to tell me. This woman, I'm not even, I forgot to tell you. She ran a stop sign. I hit, I slammed the brakes, almost hitting her car. And she stopped and gave me a finger. Can you believe that? Sounds like her fault. Of course it was her fault. Why'd she give you the finger if you didn't even hit her? Because she was a moron who doesn't understand the laws. So she didn't stop at the stop sign, keeps going. I'm going slamming uh, the brakes. Like a, four, like a four-way intersection? No. I can tell you later what it happened. You will understand. Yeah. But basically, this happened. Uh. She, she And she stopped and gave me the finger. What a moron, lady. What a moron. I am a very calm driver, so I let her go, and I did my own thing. But what a moron. I forgot to tell you. Yeah, well, thank you okay. for sharing. Moving All right. On. Uh, so Orion <laughs> meets with Lauren's family. Orion was the only one I saw do a toast with the family, which I liked. Nice. We're big on family toasts. Bring everyone together. Make eye some to eye, eye. Eye to eye. Make some eye contact. Love to see it. Lauren's brother asks, Orion, do you think you could be a, a good person for Lauren? And he says, I think I'm capable of being a great husband. I stepped up to protect my family. When I was younger, and I can do that with Lauren. Yeah. I, here's my issue with this whole thing. He says how he empowers women. He yeah. grew up in matriarchy, right? Yeah. Women ran the family. Isn't that the Russian doll? What did you say? It's matryoshka. Ah, gotcha. Different, different. But yes, I'm all for this. I get it. But then he tells the dad, and this is back to the wedding, how, oh, yeah, sure. I love women. I they run the family, but I don't want to be bossed around. I also, I want to move to the East Coast. I want to start this. I want, mm-hmm. and, and it's it's not we. It's not me and Lauren. And him kind of saying the same thing at the brunch. How yes, I'm all for women. Women this, women that. But yet you don't want to be bossed around. And I'm not saying she would boss him around, but. Well, if someone's running something, well, you will be bossed around. Or say, oh, I'm all for an, an equal relationship. Yeah, I don't think him moving to the East Coast has to do with gender. That's what he wants to do. So oh, it's, I didn't it's, less, mean that. it's less about respecting the opposite sex and more about respecting your partner, whoever that is. Correct, but I meant more of a, what he says to impress and then what he says, uh, how he actually feels. So like saying how, yes, um, women, yes, women should run the show. I'm used to it. Women empowerment. And then he says, but yeah, I, I wouldn't, I don't want to be bossed. I don't want anyone to be mm. telling me what to do. So it's like, well, just say then that you are all for an equal relationship. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I, okay, I can see that. Um, that was really it. They basically just said Lauren can also get in her head, so you'll need yeah. to step in and say everything is okay, no need to stress, and, and that can go a long way. Yes. All right. I think this is a good place to take a break because I need to catch my breath, Teresa, because when we come back, we're going to talk about Teresa's favorite, my least favorite person this season, Cameron. It's the accent. And Claire. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We'll tell you about our sponsors for this episode, and we'll be back in a second. And we're back. Hello, Jonathan. Hello. Hello, Teresa. <laughs> Have you seen my bike? <laughs> it's the one with training wheels on it. There is something about him that's like very attractive. Okay, first of all, I, I think he's shorter than me. <laughs> <laughs> he could be because she's five. And if, I, and, if I, and if I stayed in school for another year, I'd have an accent too. <laughs> um, she's five foot tall. And he's six, I think I heard. Yeah, I'm five, 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 six. It depends who you talk to. And you're six, two. So we're taller. There's literally nothing about him. Call in, ladies and gentlemen, call in. Is there anything about him? I don't even find his accent that great. I like him. It's because you love Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I love that's Kiwis it. too. That's oh, it. thank you guys. All of you, my favorite ladies who send us all the Kiwi fun facts. Yeah, you guys know a lot about Kiwis. So apparently the, the fruit is named after a bird. Hmm. No. Ah! Yeah, I think so. You got to go back and reread. There yeah. was so much information. It was overwhelming. So much information. I tried to keep up, but yeah, thank you like, for sharing. Well, is the fruit named after the bird? I don't know. Oh, yeah, because the fruit was named something else. Oh. And then they were like, oh, how about it looks like this tiny bird? We can name it Kiwi. Okay, let's okay. get into it because I have a lot to say. So they're back at the hotel room. The reception has come to an end. It's time to get comfortable. And Cameron is undoing Claire's dress and undoing the buttons and he goes this is what they do to tease really horny grooms yeah he has his sense of humor it stunk and claire was not receptive to it either claire she's like stinks. she's like all right that's good i'll take it from here thanks i don't need your help i got it thank you and cameron's like you know i think i'm a pretty good read of sexual chemistry and then with claire there's just Absolutely none. Well, at least he's being honest. Okay, at least he can read the room. She stinks. Her personality she stinks is she's absolutely worse. She stinks because she was trying to shower so she could smell fresh, and then he's barging in there being like, are you done yet? I need to brush my teeth <laughs> she's, and shower. She's so boring. She doesn't even uh, like. She does look like <laughs> whenever I look at the TV screen and she's on it, I'm like, are we watching a movie from the 90s? Like, she just looks very 90s. She looks like she was on... Nine reasons what, that I hate about you. She looked like she had ten, a, ten. She looks like she had an extras role on Friends. She looked no, like she looked Friends like she was sitting cool. at the at the coffee shop at Friends. Well, maybe like a like a shitty extra. Yeah. Um. Yeah. She. She. I feel for her. I feel for her and losing her brother. That sucks. But she has no personality. Literally, she's very boring, and her love. Is outrageous. All right. Well, okay. the biggest offense Cameron committed was Claire's literally in the bathroom trying to shower and change. And he just barges in and go, are you done? Are you done? I need a shower. She's like, well, I got to brush my teeth. He's like, 
well, I need to shower. She's like, all right, I guess I'll go lay on the bed while you shower and I'll brush my teeth later. It's like, dude, show some respect. Be a gentleman. Let your lady finish her routine. All right. And then go in there. Or just do it together. You're married. Or go do the classic, we'll both brush our teeth at the same time move. Yeah. But that was like strike seven. Okay. He's already had five and a half strikes from the previous episodes. Now they're just racking up. That's strike one for me. Oh, okay. He really didn't. Besides him loving bikes because he pays bills with it. Yeah. It's like we love. I didn't like how he said, oh, I I excel academically all the time. I think he's joking. He's got a terrible sense of humor. I think he has a very dry Kiwi sense of humor. Oh, he's making me dry. I feel like you should understand. I think you have like a dry, you have drier sense of humor. I mean, make, I have mixing a, a pun, Cameron. I have a drier sense of Throw humor. Throw a pun too. around. I like it. I like it. I'm here for it. Okay. So the next morning, we get a review. Last night was a little awkward, according to Claire. There was no cuddling. And to me, they're just not on the same page. They have nothing in common because. They get breakfast and Cameron is dropping some fun facts about his grandma who was who was doing a Morse code uh-huh. in World War II about getting more carrots yeah. because carrots can help you sleep. And no, I'm like, can help you see. Oh, see, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> my grandma used to make me eat carrots too. Mm-hmm. My parents did too yeah. for because I don't see well, obviously. Yeah. So not sure if it works. I don't. I don't. Th- think it helps your vision it is um, good for your it's vitamin a like it's I, it should it should help your vision help your eyes yeah but it's not like if you have glasses yeah 3.25 it doesn't go down to one yeah. by like snacking on a couple of carrots yeah but this this is real like there is some truth to this story there was uh, some german military or some something about carrots and yeah. pilots and, and i like, I would appreciate a fun fact like this. I would find it very interesting. If you told me this, I was like, holy shit, that's fun. Yeah, it's like when I told you my dad invented the security blanket. I'm still, <laughs> I still can't take it. And I saw the prototype. Not, not guys, don't get excited. The, he the, didn't, security, he didn't, the security blanket. A blanket. Oh. He did not, my dad did not. He's not claiming to take credit for the security blanket. He should. But he, he invented the security blanket, which is a more portable security <laughs> blanket. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't take it. And as you can imagine, one was produced and zero were sold. <laughs> I wish he followed through with me. Maybe I, bring it back. I could have been married to a millionaire. The heir, the heir of, of the security blanket. <laughs> yes. Well, maybe we'll bring it back. But but I love things like this. I love sure love silly a fun, fun fact. fact. Claire looks at him like he just spoke. A different Gibberish. language yeah. to him, to her. And so you can see that they're just not on the same page, even when it comes down to like small little things. Mm-hmm. So again, when we get to the bigger things, they will have issues. Because speaking of that, it will happen. It will happen oh, yeah. already oh, yeah. on this episode. Oh, yeah. So let's let's meet some friends and family. Claire meets Cameron's friends and she just comes right out and says, there's potential That's about all I know right now is that there's potential. Yeah. And they talk about how he expresses himself differently, how he can come across a little too confident or cocky, but it's his sense of humor. Yeah. And I I see that. I think it's such an excuse. I don't think so. 
I, I think it's an easy excuse, but like, oh, it's just my sense of humor. It's like, I feel like you should read the room. And if it's not going over well, you adapt. Right? Um, I guess, but you also don't want to lose who you are. If that's your sense of humor. If who you humor, are stinks, no, then does. trade yourself in for a new one. No, I like him. Okay. But Cameron's meeting her family. And here why I feel like there are some insecurities when it comes to Claire. Because the first question that comes out of the sisters is, <laughs> are you, so are you attracted you to her? Bang her? Huh? You want to you see her naked? What do you want to do to her? He does say he's attracted to her. Of course, you're not going to say I'm not. I think True. she's bangable, but. Oh, I find she's attractive. She's. She's attractive. She's a pretty girl. She's a pretty girl. That's attractive. As long as she doesn't laugh. More attractive than he is. No, absolutely not. <laughs> He's like the best looking guy in the season. Hold on, let me think about that. After Michael. Let me think about that for a second. After Michael. Michael's got a vibe. Brennan could be seen Brennan as Brennan is such a, Ben looks like a finance dude. Like if he put the suit on yeah. and like just like run through Wall Street, I can totally. He's very average, I guess. Yeah. And as you said, he looks like one of your Connecticut friends yeah, on, <laughs> on steroids. So yeah. um, anyway, so yes, Cameron's like, I'm, I'm definitely attracted. And they ask him how many serious relationships he's been in. And he says five that have made the one year mark. Which is pretty, pretty good. good. More than Emily can say. More than most people. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot of long-term relationships. But it says he's he's in it to win it. He's trying, trying yeah. to make things work. Like, to Emily's defense, when I'm thinking about it, I've never been in a long-term relationship before you but if again, I don't count my high school boyfriend. But again, how old is she? She's 29. 29. I was 25. When you met me, you were 20. I was 20, 25. Right, so... I, True. I don't think you can count a serious relationship until you're 17, 18. That's, what, the, that's when very, I broke up with my high school boyfriend. The very, if you're, you can't say you had a serious relationship when you were 16. No. So I'm going to say even 18 plus is yeah. serious relationships. So you at 25, right? Yeah. Got into the most serious relationship of your life. Yeah. But I dated before. I think she dated too. I think she's downplaying how single she's been. Because I feel like if you even date for a month or two, that's still uh, almost a relationship. No, I don't think so. No? No. Dating no. for a month? Or two. If you're exclusive for a few months, mm. yes. But if you're just dating for a few months, mm. no. Okay. Anyways, I don't think mom was very impressed with Cameron. I, I, she didn't say a word. She just sat there in silence while the sisters took the lead. Well, I don't think mom has a lot to say. No, I don't think she's that into it. Well, I think she is nervous for her child doing something wild, but she also know her kid. And I think she can tell maybe that Cameron might not be the one for her. Let's remember, this is big family energy. She they, needs someone more boring. She needs someone that could slide in Help mom with the ham on Christmas, play board games, watch the family movie. Like, that's who mom is looking for. <laughs> eh, there's a time and a place for that behavior. Well, like, maybe like once a year. Once a year on Christmas. I hate games. Um, I'm okay with the board game once in a while. I'm okay playing cards with my parents because that's yeah. what they do, but yeah. that's about it. All right. 
okay. Let's talk about our last couple. Emily and Brennan, who are also back at the hotel room. Brennan is like, I'm exhausted. I could, could really sleep right now. And Emily goes, I mean, we could. Or Emily is fainting. Lit. Emily's a little lit, but also maybe she was drunk when she packed for this experiment, but she keeps talking about, I got the handcuffs, I got the ball gag, I got the jelly. Like, she is fiending. Yeah, and she got a sexy pajamas on. She is ready. I think Brennan wants to take his time, maybe a little bit. And I think Emily... Is you wants to do what she's used to. All right, one night, stand, one night stand. Let's bang it out. But because Brennan didn't feel like that's the time, he wanted to take it slower. So did she. Although we can hear her telling him, "Oh, I wish the camera people totally, left." Totally, totally. And I think this could be a big part of why she's never had a long-term relationship. If you're giving it up on the first night, well, a lot of guys are gonna say, "I got what I came for." On to the next. You gotta, you gotta hook them in a little bit. Yeah. Play hard to get. Let them fall in love with you before you. Not even fall in love. That's a long game. But let them get to know you and like you and be more interested in, in more than just your body before you give it up. So that once you do give it up, there's a reason to come back. You guys made a connection and not just a physical one. We didn't even kiss on our first date. We just, we just hugged. Second day we kissed. Oh yeah, you went for it. I told myself going into the second date. <laughs> I, I've told this story multiple times on the podcast, and and now I feel like I'd be canceled for it. But I said, <laughs> well, if I don't kiss her on the second date, it's now we're friends. Like yeah, I would probably judge you a little yeah, bit. The first date, and here was my rationale. Okay, we went on a first date. Mm-hmm. We had a couple drinks. We had a couple laughs. And you called it a night. You said, I got to go. Yeah, because uh, the book I was reading at the time (laughs) said, don't give it all away. Let's, he needs to want more. Exactly. And so you said, well, two drinks is my limit. I got to go. But you said, next time drinks are on me. So I knew, okay, she's, Ah. she's into, (laughs) she's into the idea of a second date. That's good. But still thought maybe she's just being polite to my face. But once we were on a second date, now I know she's somewhat into me. She's okay with the idea of me if she willingly went on a second date. And for her to do that, I thought she's probably okay if I give her a little kiss. The idea that you went on a second date with me was the consent that I needed mm. to, to a little kiss, right? Yeah, nothing, make out nothing tongue heavy, but a, a little smooch. And I thought, okay, if I didn't do it on the second date, well, now we're just friends. Now we've gone out twice and what, went to a museum, went ice skating. Like, well, now we're just friends. And we so, went to the museum and went to a bar. True. Ice skating was third date? Yeah. Okay. But that's that was my reasoning. Um, but yeah, you don't, you don't, you can't give it all away on the first date or what's mm-hmm. the reason for a second date? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Where are we? Um, next morning. There was no sex, even though Emily was totally game. But spirits are high. So everyone's feeling good that first morning. We learn a little bit more about Emily's routines. Also, another reason why she's single. She's like, <laughs> I listen to EDM at like 7 a.m. to get the day going. What? I will say it's not EDM, but 
in my single days in college and the following years, I would wake up and I would play music. And I always told people, I'm like, good music is stronger than coffee. That'll wake you up. That'll get you in a good mood. That'll start your day right. But not like dead mouse. You don't need to wake up to Steve Aoki. I sometimes play music when I do my makeup, but I don't know. Not, 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 not really recently. It's got to be this morning music. Yeah. I like when we do breakfast on the weekend and we ask Alexa to play brunch music. Yeah. Yeah. Keep it down. I hope she's not playing. Um, Also though, (laughs) Emily's a fan of the AC. So shout out to that because you know, I am no higher than 70 when we're sleeping. Well, she's a fan of something I love. I love to keep the window open in the winter. Obviously we live in Florida, so no winters. But when we go up to Connecticut, when it's like 30 degrees out, I always like get out of the bed and like uh-huh. crack the window open. Yeah. And it's so like, I love the cold, crispy air while we sleep underneath those five blankets that your mom puts on the bed. Beautiful. All right. TMI. So then <laughs> we meet the friends and the family. Emily meets up with Brennan's parents and friends and his parents ask, what kind of wife are you going to be? And Emily's like, well, my mom was a great wife and I want to be a great wife, but I'm also career driven, which is good. Yeah. And she's like, so I don't know if I want to be a stay-at-home mom. It's like. That's fine. It It is. No one's asking you. I don't think no one would ever at, in this century. No one would ever. I hope no one would ever expect from a woman to be a stay-at-home well, mom. The question, it's a decision. But the question was, what kind of wife are you going to be? Oh. And so I think that's a natural answer. I would never say that. Um, you might say, well, I'm going to be, I'll be a good wife. I'll be there for John, but I also want to focus on my career as well. And hopefully this relationship will allow me to do both. Yeah. Okay. That's nice. Okay. Um, then, then the parents tell Emily, Brennan can be a little stubborn. He's a little abrupt, has a temper, gets annoyed. They're really selling him. <laughs> they are, but... That's exactly who he looks like. He looks like someone who is like very nice, very calm, works a lot, but can get annoyed very easily. I don't know about a temper, but Mm. he does strike me as someone who is exactly as mom describes him. Like get, you get annoyed, you get annoyed very easily. I do. I do. I'm particular. I'm pretty particular. Yeah. But you allow me. You allow me to. Yeah. Do you I know, get annoyed you know, easily? You know how to deal with me. I don't think I do. Uh, no, you're much, you're definitely more level headed than I am. And I've gotten a lot better. You should have seen me 10 years ago. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten a lot better. Um, okay. Brennan meets up with Emily's family and he's like, I, I love her high energy because I can be low energy and she'll balance me out. She'll pull up my energy. And then the topic of work comes up. She's career driven, right? She's career oriented. And her parents want to know, what if she works late? What if she works a lot? Is that going to be okay? And the answer should be yes, because, well, that's what we have to deal with sometimes. Brandon says, well, yeah, as long as she tells me. And I I'm, I hear him, but he made it sound like, well, if she doesn't tell me, we're going to have an issue. It, uh, right. The, the, as long as she communicates it to me. Is sort of the unspoken, like you don't need to say that yeah. until you need to say that. Yeah. You should hope that, yes, yeah, she leaves in the morning and goes, hey, honey, 
uh, it's probably going to be a late night tonight because we're working on this presentation, right? The fact that he said it came across almost controlling. It did. It did. She needs to tell me where she's going to be, when she's going to be home, who she's with. Oh, here's the thing. If you are in a relationship and you have a good communication, she would tell him. I would, if you, if you expect me to be home by six and if I have to work late, I would never just not tell you. Yeah, and then like, you would, you're going to be sitting around at nine o'clock. You're like, well, where is Teresa? I guess she's working late, but she's not telling. Of course you communicate. Yeah. You're like, Hey, running late or presentation and got to prepare. Like and things like this happen and you have to work around your schedule because if you are career oriented, you're driven, you love your job, you do all your best, right? And then sometimes comes with overtime. Yeah. And so, yes, he should be okay with it. And I think he would be. It's just the way he said it, it wasn't good. He seemed very flat to me during this brunch. Like he seemed very disinterested. He didn't seem like he was trying to connect or impress anyone. I think that's his personality. I think he is low energy and a little flat. It was a little off-putting to me. Like, lean in. Show some interest to your new in-laws. Be curious. Ask questions. Have a smile. He had none of it. Maybe he was hungover. Maybe he was tired. But it seemed very like he didn't even want to be there. Yeah, kind of. Not a great first impression, if you ask me. So, okay. All the brunches come to an end. Everyone meets back up with their partners. And we get a knock at the door. Finally, it's time. This People get different fun packages. All I know is that in Emily's prize pack, there was airplane bottles of alcohol. But yeah, so they literally seemed like they were customized to each couple. So yes, Emily and Brennan, they got many, many bottles of alcohol. They're already like opened it and <laughs> drinking. Yeah. Then Orion and Lauren, they got these bucket hats, which I feel oh, like, yeah, it's like it's more of a vibe out. for them than a regular baseball hat. Yeah, it was like the bonnets. Yeah. And then we get a Hawaiian shirt for Becca and Austin, unless they brought it. I didn't Mm. pick up on this. Like, did they bring it? Was it part of the package? That's a good question. Right? But I liked this. Yeah. And we learn where they're going. Cancun. Cancun, Mexico. I've never been, but I would like to go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's where we went on our no, we went to Cabo on our John Mayer cruise, mm. but I was so hungover that I really didn't even make it <laughs> to land. Well, you think we were thinking of going recently and then we learned about all the seaweed. It's a lot of seaweed. At that time of the year. So we kind of put it on hold. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll go one day. So all the couples meet up in the lobby before heading to the airport. And this is new and I like it. I like it. And Austin and Becca, they're like mom and dad of the season. Oh, yeah. They're obviously the strongest couple right now. But then they started just giving a rundown of each couple and their perceptions and what they thought of them. It was funny. And then guess who shows up? Michael. Different show. (laughs) (laughs) Michael shows up looking fun. Mm -hmm. He has a vibe. Oh, I'm okay with you. Michael's a great guy. I There's nothing... I dislike about Michael at this point. That sweater he was wearing, I'm all for it. My grandma would lose her <laughs> shit. You paid for it? You paid for those holes? You should, they should be paying you. Well, not to... Well, actually, you guys who are on the Patreon, on the video, you can see our carpet. Our carpet is the vibe that it kind of looks a little Faded. worn out. Yeah. 
My dad did not it's an, understand. It's an area rug. It's not a carpet. Yeah. What's the difference? Carpet is installed wall to wall. An oh. area, like we have hardwood floors, the area rug is okay, on okay. top. So area rug. My dad did not get it. He's like, how long How long have you had this this carpet? <laughs> and I'm an like, antique? I'm like, I don't know, if two years. He's like, it's so worn out. And my mom is like, Corel, that's the style, right, Teresa? I'm like, yeah, it's the style. He's like, you paid for an old rug. I'm like, no, dad, it, was, it wasn't an old rug. It was a new rug. <laughs> it looks like this. And my dad wasn't following. Parents just don't understand. Yeah, and grandparents wouldn't either because I'm telling you, my grandma would lose her shit if I rolled in in a sweater like this. Yeah. No, my, Michael's a vibe. I like Michael. Yeah. He's a gentleman. Don't get me wrong. There is one that's on Zara that's in my in my little, right. in my car, but it's too hot in Florida. Okay. So, yes, he shows up by himself and everyone's like, hey, uh, where's your wife? And he explains what happened. And Emily goes, well, I wonder why she chose to do that at the altar. Well, because of the money. Yeah, we speculated because of the contract and she'd have to pay if she didn't yeah. go through to a wedding day. But it's interesting because these girls are the only ones who know her. Ooh, yeah. Right? The guy, And Michael. I Michael, didn't even think about Michael it. met her briefly. Yeah. But these girls went dress shopping with her, went to the bachelorette party with her. Like, they know her. And I kind of wish they divulged more information about it. Like... Oh, you dodged the bullet, man. Like, I wish we got a little more insight into who this person was. Yeah. Because they know her. But we didn't really get anything. Everyone was just super supportive of Michael. And they're like, I think this is going to pay off for you. I think you'll find love, even if it's not through here. They all seem very friendly with each other immediately. Yeah. There is, there's always someone on the previous couple of seasons, always someone who's the outsider like someone the couple aren't vibing with mm -hmm. these guys all seem to be very in sync for, for now. now yeah <laughs> they even invited michael to the honeymoon and i thought he was gonna go yeah thought, me too i was like oh it's gonna be weird it's gonna be like angela on last resort just by herself <laughs> um but he he respectfully declines but everyone loves michael he sends them off saying i'm jealous but not because of Cancun, but because of all the cuteness that I see. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Michael. He, yeah, he's a gentleman through and yeah. through. Um, and, and I think we're going to see more of him. I think he's going to get paired up a little bit later in the Ooh. season. But until then, everyone's on the bus heading to the airport. Everyone's amped up. And then Cameron goes, we got to be careful in Cancun. You can't go too far off the reservation. Oh, shit. Sorry. I said reservation. And everyone gave him shit. Because obviously. Yeah, but it could be an honest mistake. That's and, something I would say probably. And you know I don't like Cameron, but I'll I'll take his side here. I think he was just confused and resort, reservation. Like, yeah. Yes, people gave him shit. I think it came from an honest place, an honest mistake. I, I don't think the intention was bad. No, I don't think so, so I'll, either. I'll, def I'll defend him there, but I still don't like him. Um, so here we go. They arrive in Cancun. Yes. Cancun, here we come. The welcome drinks are flowing. They check into their honeymoon suites. It's looking nice. Everything's looking nice. Very small. Okay, maybe. Compared to what I, what we saw in the previous season, this, these seem like 
normal normal room. It's not sweet. Uh, Unless we didn't see the full should, thing. I think you'll think you'll see a different yeah, angle. Yeah. Okay. You'll disagree, but okay. We get a flashback, and Cameron, Mister Gentleman over here, right? Theresa loves him. Uh, <laughs> unwilling to help Claire with her bags at the airport. I don't think he was unwilling. I think he just defended Theresa. Defended. He forgot about her. He's a douche. I don't think that's something he did on purpose. Okay. On purpose or not, even more douchey to be like, oh, yeah, um, it would be nice if I helped you with these big bags, wouldn't it? Well, why does she need help? She's five foot. He's, what, six? She's got these bags. Help at least offer. What I'm going to give him shit for is that why didn't you check in together? Why didn't you check your luggage together? Where was he? Why is she there he with her just, big luggage? He was just walking ahead of her. He wasn't even walking with her. Yeah. Well, she, they should have done this together. Yes, I give him shit for that. But why does she need a help with luggage? Like, it's the thought that counts you offer. If you see someone struggling with a large bag, which I think she was because she was like, yeah, I wish you helped me. You go, hey, do you need a hand? You want me to carry that for you? It's a nice thing to do. It is, but you should never pack more than you can carry. I can't believe you're defending him still. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm uh, kidding, guys. I, I agree. You are. No, I agree. He should have helped. Here's the thing. Not even she, he should have helped her. He should have waited for her. That's what I'm going to yeah. give shit for. Because if he waited for her, he would have seen that she needs help. Yes. And I hope that he would have helped her if he saw her struggling, which he didn't get to see because he walked off, right? So, yeah, Claire is now a little upset. And she's like, well... Okay, is there anything I do that's annoying you? And he's like, no, you're amazing. And that was a little sarcastic. So sar she picked up on. So sarcastic. And she's like, well, okay. I feel like we don't see each other romantically. You would agree. Which I don't think he does. I think he was kind of like, what? Well, he, okay. she goes, I, I think we need to work on that. And he goes, well, do you have a plan how to get past that? And the fact that he said that makes me think, he doesn't even want to try. If she's like, oh, we don't see each other romantically. We need to work on that. And your response is, well, do you have a plan? Well, Make, he was he, shocked. He should just go like, I agree. I think we should. Not like, I well, what are you, how, you got any idea? Like, what are you, what are you talking about? Well, you have a plan? I don't, I think he didn't expect her to say that. So okay. I think he was a little shocked, especially because... She starts complaining about, well, you don't even like hold my hand or anything. And he's like, well, I asked you, we talked about phys being physically touched, not talking about sex, more like let's hold hands. And you said you don't want to do this. So that's confusing. Now you're saying you want this. And she's like, yeah, it would be nice to be cared for. And so I think they just are not on the same play in the same place when it comes to this stuff. She said something to him. He acted on it. Now she wants it because he's not doing it. It's like, what? I think there's a big difference between sex and hand-holding. But she told him she doesn't want to hold hands. Yeah. Well, she's sending mixed signals then. I don't know. He stinks, and now all of a sudden he has a creeper mustache out of nowhere. He's giving an interview, and he's got this weird creeper mustache. <laughs> <laughs> it's atrocious. Um, <laughs> but that's the episode, and it's really starting to heat up, and... I think our favorite episodes are the honeymoon episodes. Yeah. So I'm excited. It's looking like a good season. And from the head exploding emojis in our Patreon chat. 
I hope so. I think it's definitely going to be. So, all right. That's the episode. Thank you guys for listening. If you want to hear more of us talk about reality TV, uh, we're on Patreon and Supercast. Patreon.com slash MarriedReality. MarriedReality.Supercast.com. We're talking about 90 Day the Other Way. It's a wild season. Wild season. We're, we're also on Instagram at MarriedReality.Pod. So check us out there. Give us a follow. Message us. Make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening. It's so easy to do. Just look down and smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot is hopefully the honeymoon because that's our favorite part. Yeah. All right. So smash like as hot as that. And if you haven't left a review, please do. We're suckers for love. Yes. If you leave a five-star review and you write something, we'll read it on our Monday podcast for everyone to hear. Yes. All right. That is it. That's the episode. I've said it all. I've said it all. You sure have. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.